This is the Detroit Sports Podcast Network. And this special edition of the Detroit Sports Podcast Network is brought to you by The Athletic. Premium, premium, premium coverage for passionate Detroit sports fans. Listeners of this very episode of the DSP Network can get 20% off. Yes, 20% off of the first year of an annual subscription to The Athletic by going online to theathletic.com slash DSP. And I am Vito Cherko with former Cast Tech and Ohio State defensive back Damon Webb. Damon, congratulations on signing with the Tennessee Titans. And how does that sound to you first and foremost? I mean, it just sounds still unbelievable. Like, I don't know, like, it's just always been a dream of mine to play in the NFL. And now that, like, my dream has come to reality, I just feel, like, very blessed. And I just can't wait to get out there and, like, make it happen, work hard. And now, how did this opportunity actually come to be for you to be able to sign as an undrafted free agent with the Tennessee Titans? I know on draft day, as soon as like the draft was over, I got a, a coach Vrabel called me and told me that he wanted me to come down to Tennessee. And you know, me and my agent talked about it, and uh, my dad and my mom and we looked like at the rosters and just uh, and uh, you know, Coach Combs was down there, and I felt like that was just like the best fit for me. Very nice. A good opportunity for you with Mike Vrabel there, uh, an Ohio State alum such as yourself, and then Kerry Combs who coached the secondary, right, the DBs at Ohio State. Now he's there coaching cornerbacks in Tennessee with the Titans. So Vrabel and him, perfect opportunity, but I bet you would have still liked to have been drafted actually by the Titans or somebody else. And having all 32 NFL franchises pass on you through all seven rounds, how does that make you feel and does it inspire you and motivate you to go out there and prove all these doubters wrong that decided not to pick you throughout the seven rounds? It definitely motivates me, like, it just makes me play with more of an edge just to prove people wrong. Like, you know, I would have loved to have been drafted, but, like, now I'm kind of, like, past that. Now I'm, like, just ready to go out there to prove everybody, every other team that didn't draft me or missed out on me, like, and just go out there and prove my worth, really. And now it's time. Now you have the opportunity to prove your worth, to prove all the doubters wrong out there about you, about maybe your size, your speed, not having enough of the size or the speed, whatever it may be, right? And how excited are you to be able to play for Mike Vrabel in his first NFL head coaching gig? He started off his coaching career at Ohio State, his alma mater once again. How excited are you to play for him and once again for Kerry Combs as well as we've already discussed here? I'm very excited because, you know, uh, coming out of high school, Coach Vrabel and Coach Combs both recruited me very hard and just crazy, like, how things just come back around. Like, now he's the head coach and Coach Combs, my DB coach still. So, you know, I'm very excited just to get down there and, you know, just to see what the NFL experience is like. And so what have you learned already from, you know, Coach Combs, from Coach Greg Chiano, Coach of the Safeties, Coaches of Safeties at Ohio State, from Urban Meyer? What did you learn from all of those great coaches at Ohio State? I learned a lot. Like, I definitely, from Coach Chiano, he definitely, like, just taught me how to watch film and how to, how to break down and quarterbacks. And he really just taught me down how to take notes and, like, made me a student of the game, really. Um, and I just feel like Coach Meyer, he just bought the, like, the competitor out of me. Like, you know, at Ohio State, everything is a competition. So that definitely, like, made me go harder just to know, like, he's a perfectionist and he made us want to be perfectionists. So it sounds like, I mean, he showed you how to be determined, how to give it your effort, best effort every single day and to be a perfectionist about whatever your position and role was on the team. I mean, besides for that, what's the biggest lesson that he left you with that you carry now with you as you go into the NFL? Yeah, it's just, like, if you start something, you, you should finish it. Like, that's one of the biggest things he used to tell me. And, then, you know, just, like, that hard work, like, you know, coming in at Ohio State, like, you young and you really – it's kind of like, like you said, like a freshman going into college. Like, that's how I feel like now. Like, I'm a freshman going into the NFL. Like, 
you know, when I was a freshman going into college, I just took I took the approach just like don't say nothing, just work hard, and then that's the approach I'm taking now. So whatever I start, I'm gonna finish it. That's the biggest lesson I learned coming out of Ohio State. So as you said, you're a freshman all over again. That's uh, quite the way to put it. And I guess you are as a rookie in the NFL and learning well how to hang right with the big boys in the NFL. Now, really quick, I saw before the NFL draft actually happened that you had told the Free Press you believed that you were the best peer safety in the NFL draft. Now, why did you say that to the Free Press? I just basically that's just how I feel, and like I feel like my film like speaks for that. Like, you know, I played strong safety. I played in the box. I played in the post. I played a lot of man-to-man coverage, and you know, I was um, I was third on my team in tackles, and I led the team in interceptions. So, I don't know. I just feel like I was the most versatile safety coming out of the draft. And then probably also because you played cornerback growing up right at Cast Tech, your first two years at Ohio State. So what was that transition like for you going from cornerback to safety full-time uh, for your last two years at Ohio State? I feel like it was a great transition. Um, when it happened, Coach Meyer um, asked me how do I feel about the switch, and I was all for it. Uh, I knew or they knew that I was very smart, and I was like one of the best tacklers on the team. So I feel like the transition was uh, pretty good. Like It wasn't – Nothing I, I knew I couldn't handle. And now, how do you think that helps you out as well, having the experience of playing cornerback and of playing safety? Yeah, like I said, I'm just – it helped me out a lot just – like, I'm versatile. Like, I can still play corner. I can play nickel. I can play safety. I can play uh, – even in Ohio State, sometimes we play, like, Wisconsin, Michigan. I was playing linebacker a lot. I was playing safety, but I was in the box a lot. So, you know, I just feel like I'm very versatile. And speaking of Big Ten foes for you, I've got to ask you about the rivalry with U of M. You being a Detroit native, then having to play U of M, what was that like for you when you did get the chance to play Michigan year in year out at Ohio State? Yeah, it was definitely a, it was definitely like a fun experience. Just like because I know a lot of guys that go to Michigan and Michigan State, and you know, just to go four and zero against Michigan and three and one against Michigan State, like I don't know, I just feel real good about that. And I don't know, I feel like I will live with that forever, like. I'm always going to have, like, the – I feel like my nose up when I come to Michigan-Ohio State rivalry. Yeah, I would say 4-0 is not too shabby. That's quite the record to have for you. And did that game – did that game mean more to you when you would play against Michigan and knowing guys on U of M? Did that game actually mean more to you and to your Ohio State teammates? Yeah, it definitely did. Just to – you know, this is, like, my home state. And, you know, just like I said, I was going against, like, former teammates. And, you know, it's just all, like, bring the competitor out of me and just to – like I said, going against former teammates and just us battling out on the field, so it definitely meant a lot more that that game. Now, is Michigan Ohio State's little brother? I mean, could you say that? I know, you know, Mike Hart said that about Michigan State at one point. It was so stupid, I thought. And now MSU has really owned U of M since Harbaugh got there, before Harbaugh got there. What do you think about that comparison, that analogy, I guess, of saying that, well, Ohio State's a big brother right now in the rivalry of Ohio State and Michigan? Yeah, I mean, I definitely, you, I guess you could say that, um, I just know, like, these, what, past 12 years, I think we were, like, 11 games. We won, like, 11 games. So, I don't know how much it is. It's a rivalry, but, like, I don't know how much of it is a rivalry now because Ohio State doing is winning, so. Well, Michigan better beat Ohio State this year. If they don't, I mean, look at Harbaugh. Hasn't beaten Ohio State once yet. Michigan State only once. But we're not here to discuss that right now. Back to a more important topic that's like a nationwide debate right now. And it's about the specialization of these athletes in one sport, specifically football, instead of playing multiple sports. And you had told me, and I even looked up some stuff on you, besides for football, you played track at Cast Tech. Now, how did that help you out playing more than football while you were at Cast Tech? It definitely helped me out a lot because, like, during the offseason, you know, uh, we had track to keep me in shape and, like, keep me conditioning. Yeah, like I said, it's just like going out there and – competing still at the end of the day like 
we still trying to win the race and like I, yeah, like I say, out there competing and just basically just trying to keep yourself in shape, really. And now you had Thomas Wiltshire acting as your head football coach and as your track coach at Cast Tech. What did he teach you? I would say that Coach Wiltshire taught me a lot. I would say he taught me, like I said, I feel like Coach Wiltshire and Coach Meyer are kind of like the same kind of person, really. Like, they both love to win, and you could definitely see that in Coach Wiltshire. Like, I don't know, I feel like Coach Wiltshire brings, like, the best out of you. So, you know, definitely, like, I practice when Coach Wiltshire, like, tell you to do something, or when Coach Wiltshire, like, was coaching, it made you want to go harder, and it's made you want to compete. That's why I feel like we were so good at Cast Tech, because every practice, every play, we was competing, going hard. Well, and honestly, I was going to ask you to compare and contrast them, maybe, and a lot of similarities. How about the differences? I mean, what were the differences then between the two head coaches there? I would say Coach Wiltshire is more, like, laid back, more chill, more funny kind of guy. Coach Meyer, he's kind of like, I don't know, he's funny, but he's still, like, kind of serious about it and everything, so... I don't know. But like I said, at the end of the day, they both love to win, and they both bring the best out of their players. So I don't know. I feel like those two are both great coaches. And they're born winners, too, and mentors, right, as well for you guys, the guys that play at Castle, the guys that play at Ohio State. Now, in regards to those two, to Urban Meyer and to Thomas Wiltshire and deciding to go to Ohio State, I want to get into that now, your decision ultimately to attend Ohio State when you're from Detroit, you're a Detroit native. How tough was that for you when you see some buddies of yours, guys that you played against, played with at Cast Tech, that were going to Michigan State, were going to U of M. So how hard of a decision was that ultimately for you to decide to go to Ohio State when I know you had pressure on you to attend Michigan, to go to MSU? I would definitely say it was a tough decision, but at the end of the day, me and my family sat down and I just had a gut feeling with Ohio State. And Coach Combs recruited me very hard out of Detroit. And, you know, me and him had like a like a family feel, so – like I said, I just went with my gut, and I feel like I made definitely made the right choice. So And no regrets, as you said, and you don't want to live with any regrets, and you had a great career, four years at Ohio State. And speaking of Coach Combs really quick, what's one fiery message that he delivered to you guys? Because there's so much, like, online, you can watch videos of him, uh, you know, getting you guys fired up. What's one fiery message that you can remember right now that you can reveal to my listeners and I? Like I said, Coach Combs, he just – like, he used to just get us hyped before every game. Like, I feel like Coach Calm was definitely the best motivator i ever been around. Like, if if one dude you want to be with, like, going to war with, I definitely feel like it would be Coach Calm. Just the, the way he get his players fired up and just the way the players go out and play for him. Like, I don't know. It's like he's, like, one of the best motivators i ever seen. So, when – I definitely can't wait to get down there to Tennessee just to know, like, the, I have a – good coach down there and he's going to bring the best out of me and I I'm want to play for him so you know I'm gonna go hard for him and I already know he's gonna go hard for me so I just can't wait to get down there with him and now what are your goals as you enter the NFL I mean definitely at the end of my career I, I want to be in a hall of fame a hall of fame player I feel like every player wants to be there but as of right now um you know like I said I'm just going in there I'm gonna work hard special teams uh, I'm all for special teams and you know, wherever I can fit on the roster, wherever I can get in on the field, like I said, I can play corner, nickel, uh, free safety, strong safety. So wherever I can fit on the defense and then they special teams, I'm all for that. So really, however you can contribute, you're willing to contribute. I mean, that's just well how it has to be, right? As a rookie entering the league and uh, to gain the credibility, the respect from others, from your teammates, right, from the coaching staff. So you have to ultimately do that. Now, one other big topic I wanted to discuss with you is the concern of concussions in today's game and at every single level of football. 
what are your thoughts on this concussion issue in today's game and how it's affecting people and ultimately how big of an issue is it at every single level of football today? It's definitely a big issue. Like, I'm not really sure, like, what's, like, the side effects or I know it's, like, long-term. I know, like, people get affected by a long term, but I know it's a big deal today, but I really, I really don't know, like, much about it. I do, definitely do need to do my research on it just because I'm playing such a vicious game and physical game. So, like I said, that's why I feel like it's important for coaches to teach right, right technique, like keep your head up and to prevent those type of things from happening. Yeah, so ultimately teaching the proper techniques when it comes to tackling, wrapping up properly. And, yeah, I mean, it's so vital to learn that, to learn that very early on as you begin your, your playing of football then as well. So also, in regards to that, concussions now, and you see these guys being affected, and it's hard to totally say what's going to happen to anybody that has to deal with a concussion, some worse than others. So I've got to ask you, though, in regards to this being such a monumental issue nationwide worldwide now, would you allow your kid or kids to play football one day? I mean, have you thought about that? Because now that's a topic, too, with these players that are playing and having to think about whether or not they would allow their kids to play the game that they play. I definitely haven't thought that deep into it yet, but if I had to ask you a question right now, I think I would let my son play football. Yeah, I would say, yeah, I would let him play football. Well, it's tough to say, and it's like, when do you start? I mean, when do you think you should start playing football? And when did you start playing? I started playing football at eight, and I feel like that was a good age for me to start playing football, contact sports. And I, I feel like the league I was in taught taught me how to taught kids the right techniques and t- right techniques and way to like hit and tackle. So I feel like eight is a good age for kids to start playing football. And how would you like to give back to these kids one day that are playing the game now, are growing up, and going through what you did when you were younger? Yeah, I definitely want to give back just being from the city of Detroit and just being around kids my whole life that didn't have the same opportunity, opportunities as me. You know, I just want to give back just to let kids know, like, there you can make it and you can do everything you dream of doing. So I'm definitely planning on giving back, like, doing, like, football camps and like it's working with sound mind, sound body, and so yeah, giving back that's one thing I'm looking forward to doing. So now, if you didn't end up being a football player, what would you do? And I guess, I mean, what's the other sport as well that you could see yourself playing or that you would have loved to at least have played if you were good enough? Um, if I was good enough, I feel like I would have played basketball. Um, I like to still think like I'm a good basketball player, but you no, know, nah, it's not there. But yeah, I would definitely say basketball. I feel like LeBron James is like the greatest athlete to ever touch the earth. So, you know, that's like my kind of like my idol. So I'll definitely say basketball. Well, then I guess did you see game three, the game-winning shot from LeBron. I mean, he did everything, has throughout the series against the Pacers, has single-handedly, well, beaten the Pacers, going to knock out the Raptors now in the Eastern Conference semis. And he's incredible. And I guess it leads into this discussion. I don't know if you watched Michael Jordan growing up, but, you know, there's a big debate, MJ or LeBron. Who would you take in that debate? LeBron. I just feel like LeBron is – the all-around greatest player to ever touch a basketball. Like, statistically, he he has the most points in playoff history. I think he just passed for the most steals, and he's going his way to the, for the most assists. So, like, I don't know. He averaged a triple-double in the finals. He led all the stats in the finals. I don't know. I just feel like, I don't know. I just can't. I've never seen Michael Jordan play, but I just can't see him putting up all these crazy numbers. And LeBron might be the best athlete. You said it yourself, so you already believe he is, and it looks like he is, at least in the NBA. And because he could play football, it looks like he could play tight end or wide receiver, Damon. So I know you would have loved to have been able to play basketball. Now, what's one other unique thing about you that we don't know, that I don't know, and my listeners probably don't know about you? One thing people probably don't know about me is I graduated last semester with a degree in education, so 
if football doesn't work out, I, I feel like I plan on being the athletic director when it's all said and done. So maybe the athletic director at Cass Tech, your alma mater one day, I mean, I bet you would like that opportunity if it was presented to you, huh? That definitely sounds like a good opportunity for me. I would love to go back to Cass Tech and be the athletic director there, so maybe one day. <laughs> well, Damon, with that being said, man, great stuff. Uh, congratulations on this gig with the Tennessee Titans, and best of luck to you in your NFL career. Thank you. I really appreciate it.